Welcome to a brand new two-part episode of Towel Light Talk, episodes 99.33 and 99.66. This is Casey. And this is Chris. Listening to Cool Jazz, courtesy of San Diego Comic-Con, we have a buttload of news that we're going to try to get through in the next couple hours here. Um, So like I said, it's going to be a two-parter. Um, lots of information, but what, what do you guys say, Chris? There's a question from the crowd. How do you measure a buttload? It, I don't even just think about like, if you go to, um, uh, like a Seven Eleven mm-hmm. and you're making one of those nacho cheese things mm-hmm. and how much chili and cheese that you put on the nachos and cheese, that's a buttload. How much you could possibly put on. Yeah. That's, that's what's happening. The. The extreme amount of all those toppings. This is the chili cheese nachos of podcast. Sounds disgusting. Um, we are getting ready to go into episode 100, uh, which actually... We're we putting to, it off. We need to shoot pretty soon. Um, because it's going to be our 100th episode, and we are excited to announce... A giveaway uh, for the 100th episode. We have some other pretty cool things that we want to talk about, as well as a history of don'tforgetatowel.com. Um, we've noticed a, a really good uptick of uh, subscribers to the podcast lately. And I want to say thank you for anyone who's old or new or just continuing your support. But the podcast um, enters year six, phase six, whatever you want to call it, um, starting in. We're recording this on the 23rd, and on the 29th is the six-year anniversary. So I just want to say thanks to um, all the supporters throughout the years. Yes, thank you. And thank you for sticking with us, even after episodes like Felicity in Space or Jack Kirby (laughs) comes back from the past or something like that, you know. Those wacky episodes. Those wacky episodes. But, hey, you know what? That's what brings them back. So, um, actually, first thing I want to do, I, I didn't write it down on the um, on the show notes. Um, I want to say, uh, before we started into Comic-Con, um, we learned news of uh, Collider Heroes' own John Schnepp um, was rushed into the hospital. And, unfortunately, he passed away. Um, John Schnepp is one of the main writers on Metalocalypse. Uh, he recently wrote a Slayer comic, I believe for Dark Horse. Um, as I said, he was the main host of Collider Heroes, a podcast that I've been listening to for years. And he was a uh, father of geekdom. Um, definitely one of my inspirations, Chris's inspirations for even doing this podcast. And I just want to kind of take a moment of silence um, for the family and friends of John Schnepp because he, he was a big influence and uh, we're sad to see him go. So, yeah. Um, you know, San Diego Comic-Con is not the same without John Schnepp. And uh, it's just, it, honestly, it was heartbreaking to hear the news. Amongst all the crazy news that we're about to talk about, it, that was a really hard thing to, to take in. Um, but let's, let's get onto the news because that's what John Schnepp would do on, on heroes. He would, exactly. he would get to this geek news. So, um, he loved to talk about it and so do we, so let's share it with you guys. Uh, first things first is Valiant. 
Um, we do have a, an official release date from Valiant, from Sony, that the Bloodshot movie is coming out on February 21st, 2020. Um, that means we're going to be a little bit away from getting any real trailers or anything like that. They just started shooting at the beginning of the month. so um, But it's good. We have a release date. Like, this is happening. This is a thing. Uh, you know, what do you think about this? This is great. <clears throat> you know, I just finished up watching uh, Ninjak versus the Valiant Universe, which was uh, a really good fan tribute to that whole series. Had a great time watching that. Uh, but, you know, with that whole changing of the guard with uh, the, the studio taking over and really pushing these Sony movies. You know, it's about time. If you're going to do it, like you talked about it, you're going to do it now. And um, they've, they've come swinging. So I'm really looking forward to seeing anything out of the production of this movie. Yeah, I, um, I agree with you. I'm, I'm excited to see just what we're going to get out of this new Valiant universe. And, you know, I was actually thinking about it the other day, and I was like, oh, man, Vin Diesel? But <laughs> we're, we're going to see how this goes. We like you know Vin what? Diesel. You, you know what, Vin Diesel, man? Like, I love the Riddick movies. I love Fast and oh, Furious yeah. movies. Vin Diesel is Vin Diesel. And I think we're coming into this uh, this new age of geekdom where we have to almost just accept what we're given. If it's good, it's good. If it's bad, yeah. it's bad. But let's give it a shot. You know, yeah. and well, this is going to be a, a reoccurring theme through this entire podcast because um, uh, that's this is where we're headed. So, yeah, to your point, um, as fans of comics and, and geek properties in general, we want everything to succeed because it only makes things better. It only makes competition grow. So, we don't want to say like we aren't excited about any of these things. We are, um, and we want them all to do good. It's just, but well, we can have our opinions. Yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have some opinions out there. Um, all right, let's move on to Marvel news, though. So uh, this is kind of crazy too. Over this past weekend, yeah. James Gunn uh, fired off of Guardians of the Galaxy three, specifically for comments that he made more than a decade ago, apologized for uh, over five years ago. Um, seems to have grown as a person, but I mean, his comments were pretty mean uh, towards kids towards humans. I don't know how else to put it, but I've been following James Gunn's career since he worked at Troma. Exactly. I, I know his sense of humor. I know how he is. And I understand that the landscape has changed um, dramatically in the last 10 years. Um, as far as like the me too movement, the times up movement, the mm-hmm. just, let's respect all people as the humans that they are, regardless of what sexuality, race, gender, you know, et cetera. But James Gunn has apologized. He got in front of these things well before this even became a thing. And I'll be honest with you. My personal opinion is that he shouldn't have gotten fired. And there's other people working at Disney, i.e. John Lasseter, who got multiple sexual allegations brought up against him who continues to have a job through the rest of this year that I, you know, I I think Disney's being a little bit hypocritical with this choice. Um, You know, what's your, what's your thoughts on it? You know, it's a, it's a really, this is a really touchy issue and it's, it's, it's hard to get involved in the political side when we come to this podcast, because we love all our listeners. You know, we all share the same 
geekly universe, but things like this, yeah. they just they don't make sense to me because when you hire James Gunn, knowing his trauma background, and I made this comment on, online earlier on, because it was like on NBC or CBS or some feed. It's just like you knowingly hire this guy knowing he has worked for trauma, his his past, and then you throw these like this this thing at him from ten years ago. And really what I see is just it's it's almost like a evening of the of the tides with this Roseanne thing as well. So let's please both sides. We have to we have to crucify James Gunn for these things that we knew happened. And like you said, he apologized for. But all right, he said them and they're pretty extreme. Yes, I agree, but hey, what where we draw the line with this with all of this? It's just it's getting a little out of hand, to be honest. Yeah, it's it's really hard. Um I mean, let's just clarify real quick. We do not condone any of the comments that Roseanne made no. or James Gunn made in no. the past. Um we don't condone those comments, but eh. It depends on where they're coming from, right? Like, it's such a touchy thing now these days, and it's it's a big problem. So, let's move on. Yeah, and you know, it's a mess. It's a real mess. It is a mess, and we'll see what happens with that. Um, exactly. James Gunn, sign uh, that no- petition. <laughs> what? Sign the petition. Not that I really think those things work. Well, I don't think those things work either. But regardless, I think that James Gunn will still be able to make movies. And it's funny. It's not funny. Sorry. Ironic, maybe is the term, but James Gunn was supposed to announce yeah. a special thing at Comic Con, um, either related to Berserk, the anime uh, that was a rumor, or something else for another comic book company. And stop. that t- you just gotta stop because you start making me cry. So if you, I didn't, I don't know. I didn't even know that. Like I didn't even know those kind of rumors. So that's crazy. Yeah. So he didn't it, show up to his Sony panel. Yes, right. There was something with Sony and James Gunn that got squashed immediately once that news came out. So, Ugh. you know, hopefully we hear later on about it. But um, okay, so let's move on. Uh, Donnie, is it Donnie Cates or is it Donnie? I think it's Donnie Coates. Donnie Coates um, is going to be launching the Marvel Knights series again. Yes, Marvel Knights are back. Marvel Knights are back. They've been back though. It's like. With this, the whole Netflix, you know, thing going on, and they've been just with like some good Punisher series and all the street level heroes. It's been there, but how do they like just take all of that and make it one thing? Let's bring Marvel Knights back. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting because uh, the comic book medium has changed obviously throughout the years with what used to be like you couldn't swear you couldn't show blood you couldn't do sexuality and like like that kind of it teeters back and forth depending on the writer honestly not even like the imprint you know it used to be vertigo is like the 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 dark side and in in the max series and the yeah. night series yeah. is the dark side and now that's not really the case but um you know marvel knights is an edgier uh, way of seeing your characters um, and Donny Coates is a good writer so I'm interested to see what he does um, you know possibly with a Moon Knight, a Ghost Rider a uh, Blade well we've been wanting the Blade series to come back for years so we'll see what happens yeah I just you know there's, <clears throat> there's a huge interest in, in this side of the Marvel Universe uh, starting 
you know, just I can recognize it at the Mezco level where they've just been adapting those those street level heroes for a long time. Uh, the shows on Netflix and just the the more serious tone they do take in the comics. And I've always been drawn to that more than Marvel's more supernatural supernatural side. Uh, so I'm I'm excited to see where this goes, especially yeah. where we're going to go next. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for that too. Um, okay, so we announced a couple of weeks ago uh, about the DC line, of, like going to Walmart and in, in trying to reach a mass, you know, audience. Um, what we're and, and also doing digital only series with uh, Brian Michael Bendis. Who else is on there? Is John's on there? Tom King. Tom King, yeah. So sorry, the the writer of Batman right now. So yeah. Marvel on the flip side is doing something the same way. They're taking their street level characters, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, um, Iron Fist, uh, you know, the Daughters of the Dragon, Missy Knight, and Colleen Wing, and making a digital first imprint um, uh, starting up pretty soon. So I will say this, you know, we're going to talk some more about it as as this goes on, but. These Comic-Cons, and Chris and I have talked about it many times, they don't announce a lot of comic book news. Obviously, um, obviously, by this entire podcast, you'll see at the end how much <laughs> comic book news you get out of this. Maybe a fifth. Maybe. Maybe a fifth. I mean, um, it, it's, it's definitely geared more towards movies. Um, even a, in, in a little bit of television. <laughs> but New York Comic-Con seems to be... Actually, I'll tell you, this is how it is. Emerald City Comic Con is comic book news. Absolutely. First and foremost. C2E2, a little bit more comic book news. Uh, San Diego, movie news. Uh, New York City Comic Con, TV news. That seems to be the trend that these uh, read pop. <laughs> TV and Marvel news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to say this. Now that you have the, publish, uh, the publishers on both coasts, you see a little of the dichotomy of uh, here's a heavy SDCC DC. Here's a heavy yeah. New York Comic Con um, NYC, you know? So yeah. it's, it's, it's there. Marvel. Yeah. Yep. yep. Marvel. Yeah. You, you are correct. Um, one thing I am excited about, and I'm sorry for you walking dead fans is that the, the badges were actually comic book badges this time. They around. were. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Finally. They weren't the Walking Dead for like the Finally. first time in like six years or seven years or so. Impossible. I don't know about New York City Comic Con badge, but the least the ones that. No, they'll be doing it. They'll be doing it. Okay, season nine. Rick Grimes is leaving. Guess what? It's our last season. So, yeah, yeah. But um, season ten. Anywho, so that's our Marvel Digital. We'll be getting their own uh, set of series aimed towards these street level, mostly Netflix <laughs> people, really. Um, Absolutely. So I'm excited to read those. Um, so yeah, going into the movie news a little bit. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Before I get to that, I'm just going to skip to this. Um, st- sticking with those street level characters, we did get a trailer for Iron Fist Season 2. Did we? <laughs> <laughs> we, I, got, we got... I can't remember what is what's the actor's name. Finn Jones. Finn Jones, um, with better martial arts than the first season, beating up a couple people and them calling it a trailer for season yeah. two of Python. As you said, on but Bar- his choreography was better. 
Yeah, noticeably, yes. Come on, it was. It was. Uh, <laughs> for him in a total shit scene that wants to like hype this season two that everybody's like if if they don't do it it's over for this stupid show <laughs> so nonetheless we're not we're not jaded no yeah um i've it, heard some it, good things we have um we know that typhoid mary is truly a part of this season yeah daredevil villain which i i guess makes sense kind of it kind of does but you know we've talked about it many times this show either needs to stay in Kunlun and it? do the tournament of the fighters, and if it's not going to do that, then it just needs to be combined with Luke Cage. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, it is supposed to feature uh, more Luke Cage in season two, so I will be looking forward to that. But we did get a trailer. Oh, and sorry, we got the announcement that it's coming out in September, um, which is kind of crazy because not only is that a push up from two thousand. Uh, 19 or yeah 2019 when it's supposed to come out but it's also a push up from the normal november release dates that these shows have been coming out on so jeff Loeb, uh mega producer writer whatever over in marvel is obviously really excited for for this show um all right venom uh the movie uh didn't get new footage necessarily but we got a little bit more information that he will be facing off against some symbiotes, which we, we did know that he was going to be facing off against the symbiotes, but, um, you know, they stayed closer to the lethal protector storyline. Um, and riot will be one of the, uh, symbiotes as well as we'll most likely see Riot's siblings, Lasher, agony, scream and phage. So, uh, multiple villains in this Venom movie, a movie that I still don't give a shit about. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it's it's basically what it is now, just the long wait to watch this movie on a Monday or maybe a Tuesday when the movie's $7. You never know. I'm not seeing this open net. That's, that's what I'm getting at. But um, if Tom Holland is not in this movie... You can pretty much forget my opinion on the whole thing. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I don't care I, how good it looks. I don't care. I love Tom Hardy. I love Venom. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I want I want this to work, but it's it's probably not going to. Right? No. I, I, I right? Think it's, I'm not alone here. No. No, no, no. no. It's, uh, it's over. You know, like this whole <laughs> situation is just stupid and you know, we didn't write about it, but, you know, we saw a trailer um, for the new Spider-Man game. Oh. Um, yes. And they featured Sil- Silver Sable heavily as one yes. of the people who organizes some assassins. Well, she's an assassin, but all their people that go after Spider-Man. So they're, they're pushing it, even in the video games, which I thought was very smart because That's people right. don't Absolutely. normally know who Silver Sable is. But a Spider-Verse without Spider-Man, you just... You just can't do it. They don't even have Venom. Doesn't even have the spider thing on his chest. Yeah, he's just Gosh. a big black piece of poop. Is it? Yeah, Is that's that confirmed. I, have you seen his chest? Because I read that. To I read today that they're like, hey, this is why Venom doesn't have the spider symbol on his chest, and that's new. I think. Okay. 
and another reason for me not to watch this show. Mm-hmm. Another reason. Okay, and then the final piece of Marvel news: uh, Cloak and Dagger season two. Will Need to coming. watch it. Yeah, it's coming to the Freeform Network. Um, it's already on it. It's it's there. It's no where? season two, Chris. Oh, season, sorry, season man. Two. Yeah, it's coming. It's there. Yeah, Gifted Season 2, they did get a trailer for that, too. Um, I did not watch the first season, but I watched the trailer for the second season, and I heard from a friend who okay. was like, you desperately need to be watching this show. That's that's the general question. Yeah, I've heard only good things about it. So um, I know that wasn't a lot of news real quick, but we have a big second half, so we're actually going to go to a quick commercial break, guys. Okay, and then we'll be back with some DC news. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Casey from Gourmet Scum Radio. We're two cousins talking about geeky pop culture stuff. You a fan of television, music, and movies of the 80s? (laughs) Well, we are too. Do you like being transported to galaxies far, far away and the threat of troglodytes that go boom in the night? Well, we're going to geek out about it. Have you ever scared yourself listening to ska music while reading a comic book and sipping on a tasty Jones soda? Then this is the podcast for you. Gourmet Scum Radio is here to tickle your holes and make you believe in dynamite explosions right again. Make sure to check us out on Stitcher and iTunes. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter and check out our website at don'tforgetatowel.com. You won't regret it! There the bugger is. She's a big one, ain't she? Oi! Over 20 points of articulation, great sculpting, and look at the paint job on her. We've been looking all over for this one. Let's get them in our sights and end this hunt now. All right. All right. Steady. Steady now. Got him! It's the pursuit of plastic. Listen to the podcast from the creators of Don'tForgetAtowl.com, geek out about toy news, hunting, and histories on your favorite collectibles. And we're back after those commercials. Let's get into some DC news. Chris, bringing us in, man. You know, guys, I think the uh, the the most important bit of news out of uh, San Diego Comic Con this year is the re the retitlement of uh, the DC Extended Universe. Uh, it was always kind of flux where these movies existed. What was really going on with their master plan? In the end, we've all learned that they really they don't have one. So instead of really nope. coming <laughs> up with one, they decided to say, "Hey, we're going to make movies." From all different aspects of our universe, we're going to retitle, we're going to reimagine things, we're going to retitle things, because we can, because we're DC. So uh, that's that's basically what Worlds of DC is, uh, if you're a little bit confused about it. Uh, in the positive light of that, DC has always been based around the multiverse idea of their comics, Um and what happens with the comics and their storylines. So we've seen that in the TV shows, like on the CW, we can, we can kind of believe that that's what they're trying to go with their initial movie verse. So I, you know, w- originally with Elseworlds, worlds. So there are these 
and these different worlds. So I, I am behind DC if they want to do that, but at least give us some kind of like decently faithful adaptations of, uh, of what you're throwing at us. What do you think, buddy? I, you know, I'll, I'll say this. DC has always done a multiverse and I'd rather it be called the multiverse of DC um, worlds of DC. That's fine, but I'd rather it be called the multiverse of DC because they really are the ones who coined the term. Um, and if like, this is the way that they can justify and we'll talk about it, the multiple Joker movies, Shazam, you know, all these movies, like some tie together, some don't, and maybe they do eventually, you know what I mean? But if this is how they justify doing kind of whatever the hell they want without Kevin Feige saying this is all of them connected, yeah. then call it whatever the hell you want. Just make good movies. That's all I want. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> call it whatever you want. Exactly. I mean, that's like on the whole thing, like even, even the Marvel universe, you have this imperfection of it's not all connected because you, you, didn't really work hard enough to connect well, it. Well, cinematically it is. Cinematically it is, but not yes. the rest of the world. They yes. exist, but they don't. So it is, but it's not. And nothing negative against Marvel. They've done the best job that anybody has in the last 10, 10 years. So, you know what, DC? Like Casey said, just give us some good movies. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. You guys are. You guys have been long around since the, the late thirties, you, you have decades on Marvel. It's like you have stories and characters beyond everything. So just, just do what you do. Yep. Tell stories the right way. Yeah, that's it. So, and, um, so the next, then our next topic is Aquaman, which is kind of a, uh, teetering, uh, <laughs> teetering thing for me. Because I, I think they're being very honest about the theme of this movie, the uh, how it's going to be written, you know how how the action is going to play out, everything. Uh, so that trailer we saw at Comic Con is what it is, and like I said, it's it's not Aquaman, it's Brocklaman. <laughs> Hashtag Brocklaman. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. Um, the trailer is a mix between Avatar and Phantom Menace as far <laughs> as the CGI. I mean, it is. I it is. That, that's I. I mean, that's the best way to put it. I. I. I applaud you for saying that. Yeah, it's just like you know, there's parts of it that look cool, and the ending, especially that weird Lord of the Rings battle between yeah. sea creatures, looks. I mean, honestly, effing amazing. I mean, I was like, oh, okay, I'm here. I'm, I, I want to see this. But permission to come aboard and um, other stupid one-liners that he had. Oh, got to love a redhead or whatever. You know, I just, uh, that kind of stuff is just dumb. And I was hoping that James Gunn would have, or sorry, James Wan would have chained that a bit in the script. But he didn't. So let's just hope that the movie is fun. I just want to kind of interject with the casting of Jason Momoa. I mean, you act like, not you, in general, people act like we're going to get more out of him than we really can. 
I mean, I love the guy on Stargate Atlantis as a backup character who's the same guy. You know, it's it's like that's it. Like that's, that's his acting range. He is. And like like I watched that I watched the panel. They were having a fun time. You know, outside of like Amber Heard and Nicole Kidman, who are totally fake people. Um, you know, you have Jason Momoa who's kind of embracing what he's doing, having fun with it. And I can't fault him for that when when DC makes the decision to put him in this leading role. He's giving the best he can, and they're writing this part to him, which is really the opposite of who Aquaman kind of is, you know. So it's you know what you want to make fun of Aquaman for years and years. Here's this guy. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I mean, as as I said a little while ago, we want this movie to be good. We want to be happy. We want to be fun. We want it to be, you know, we want it to make it a billion dollars because I want that competition between everybody. But this trailer didn't do it for me. Um, I'm still going to see it opening day, probably. Oh, yeah. Uh, because I still love James Wan. And, you know, there, there's still another trailer that will come out, you know, at um, New York City Comic Con in October. So, we have some time, but overall, I just was like, okay, this is this is it, and let's just see what happens. I personally am pretty excited for, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Patrick. Or, uh, yeah, Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson's uh, King Orm. Yeah. Uh, Ultramaster. Great. I'm really excited for that. And also Black Manta. I mean, both they, both, they, they look great. Even this Mira thing. looks Hero. Yeah, DC has this opportunity to always do their villains just as good as their heroes, and yeah. this is a perfect time to shine. And that part of the trailer, I am really excited for because if you can just do this over the top fantasy movie, yeah, and I can just be like, all right, yeah, Jason Momoa is doing these one liners. Okay, it hurts, it really hurts, but I'll get past it and watch this amazingly like visual movie. So I don't know. Yep, low low expectations as usual. That's it. Yeah. Um, speaking of expectations, they've only gone up for the the Zachary Levi uh, Shazam movie. This this is something we 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 didn't know if we we're going to get a trailer. We didn't know what we we're going to get out of Comic Con for this movie. We knew that it was finished shooting, so we assumed that, and they did it. And I watched that panel, and I love Zachary Levi; he's so enthusiastic. And after watching that trailer, I am even more excited for this movie. It's like. I made a statement like where the DC movie universe teeters on Aquaman. It really kind of, this might make it right here. This is like big and superheroes and a whole lot of fun. Yeah. I, um, I loved it. You know, I think David F. Sandberg did a great job with lights out and Annabelle, um, Annabelle creation. Yeah. So, you know, I think he's a good director and this was, you know, it was big in the body of a superhero. Um, Mark Millar did something similar with Superior, which is, you know, far more violent because it's Mark Millar. <laughs> but Shazam has been around for a really long time. Oh, and man. this trailer, uh, to me, was exactly what I needed from DC. It was an injection of fun. It was tongue-in-cheek. Um, seeing the the kid wear an Aquaman shirt and and Batman things and Superman things and like embracing that gods on Earth mentality that DC does so well, 
um, I thought it was fantastic. So that, to be honest with you, out of all the trailers that we saw at Comic-Con, this was one of the ones that were really, was really high up there. Yeah, absolutely. A big surprise and just, you know, the feel goods you want when you're going to pay $20 to watch a movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. Uh, so we didn't get really much from Wonder Woman 84. It was a good, it was a decent panel. Uh, Patty Jenkins talked about how it isn't really a sequel to what she, the original Wonder Woman movie, uh, just kind of like more of that woman out of time thing. And, you know, uh, the footage they saw, we didn't get to see, of course. That's always the fun of being at Comic-Con. Uh, really, with Wonder Woman doing so well the first time around, I think that uh, it can only get better. What footage was there? I didn't. I didn't see the panel. They had raw footage. I could uh, read it. I could read it to you, but they're no, like, no, it's fine. Yeah. This is raw footage." They said it wasn't. No, look at like cheetah or anything. Like that. No, no, we've gotten kind of that on Twitter and whatnot lately, but not anything true. Okay. Yeah, you know, whatever. It's a, it's a one of the you know as we've gotten into that culture of spoilers, um, I actually kind of want to shy away from them and. This is a movie where I don't have to see anything. Obviously, I'll watch that first trailer, but that will probably be it. I'll probably watch the first one, and I won't see any more. Um, so I trust Patty Jenkins. I, I trust Gail Gadot and uh, the rest of the crew out there for this new movie, and um, I'm excited. You know, I, I, I can't wait to see what we what comes out of it. Yeah, it's a fun title. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it really fun. is. It's smart. Yeah. It's it's just kind of tying into everybody's nostalgia right now. And uh, oh, yeah. what's old is new again. That's it. Uh, so let's let's talk about this Worlds of DC concept. Uh, so they announced the idea of the Worlds of DC, the multiverse of DC, however you want to look at it. So uh, Jeff John's uh, quote uh, will say that uh, he will be writing the new Green Lantern movie, you know, entire new perspective of the character a new story a new uh a refreshing take on the character i guess uh is the the way to put it maybe in this, this is universe. for the movie or the comic this is for the the movie okay okay interesting mm-hmm. isn't that you know green lantern and, and cyborg were announced early on and we've literally heard nothing but cyborg is dead Yep. He's on he's on Titans. Which he's on life support. <laughs> and not Legends. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you, I mean, this whole idea of doing what you want to do within the movie verse and changing the original story and, and just doing a new narrative. What do you what do you think about that when that comes to uh these these movies and whatnot? I think it's interesting to hear it from Jeff Johns who's done a lot with the Green Lantern character. Um, he's written some of the best Green Lantern stories. Um, and, and honestly, arguably, maybe the best Green Lantern stories. So um, I don't like a disconnect between the comic book realm and the movie realm. And like you put up that meme on on uh, Instagram today, on Defat Towel on Instagram, where it's like, why can't these comic book writers write the movies? And Jeff John does you know, or at least he has a hand in it. So 
you know, it was it was something that we saw um, with Marvel with um, who are the Avengers uh, cartoon guys, Christopher Yost, right? Yeah, who well, wrote Dark World, and it was like Dark World's not really a good movie, and I can't, I don't know where the blame is for that. I don't know if it is the writers, if it's the director, or what, but like, I think that more comic book writers should at least be in these writer's room saying don't lose the characters because of general audiences let me let me read this i i just want to kind of continue this conversation because i think it's it's kind of important right now in the the definitely the status of the dc movie movie universe and where they're going to be going especially since this joaquin dc world dc world's right where it's going and like if if (laughs) thank you Thank world you for, of DC. World, world of DC. DC. These else worlds. Else yeah. worlds of DC. I mean, it's it's it is important to think about that in the aspect of what they've been doing successfully on TV for the past eight years. No, I'm sorry, twenty years. I mean, like hmm. Smallville, you can't say is not a success. You know, was not popular. You know, that's ten years, and then these other shows are reaching seven. Like Arrow is going to seven years. So I mean. And plus they're animated shows. So, I mean, 20 plus years of success on TV, mm-hmm. to be brutally honest, it, that's a success. Um, why, why, why are they having such a hard time otherwise? So let me read this to you from Jeff Johns. Um, he says it will be in, in terms of this Green Lantern Corps movie, it will be a complete reimagining of the character's story. It's a complete reimagining, just like I did Green Lantern Rebirth in the comics. And he says, I'm, I'm going to ho- be hopefully delivering a script that Warner Brothers loves and DC likes, and they want <laughs> to make it. I'm going to cel- I'm, it's gonna cel- It's going to celebrate the mythology and reinvent it in a different way. So, hey, you know, hey, I, hey, does this... Let me ask you something. These 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 hardcore fans, this this toxic fan base. How does that treat that in a way where you can be like, you know what? We don't care what you're going to say. We don't care what you think, how you feel. If you really support these characters, how about this reimagining? Because you would go read an Elseworld tale, you would go read a Black Imprint tale, but why can't you watch this version of Titans? And we'll talk about that in a little bit because we'll talk about that. But or a new Green Lantern movie or this Justice League or anything. Why do we have to be so negative? Why can't we just accept it as what DC is always trying to introduce this multiverse of ideas? It's, it's fine. You know, (laughs) it's fine. Um, I mean, Tim Burton's Batman is not the Batman from the comics. (laughs) It's not best. (laughs) It's, you know, it's Michael Keaton is my favorite Batman, but you know, prints and going around spray painting paintings and all that kind of stuff is is not Batman. <laughs> it's a Cesar Romero more, you know, in in Batman sixty six more than it is um, Batman from the comics. So, you know, we're always going to get a different interpretation of these characters from from page to screen, and. I'm not personally as tied to Green Lantern in a way that I'll still watch it regardless. Like I still watch the 
Ryan Reynolds version. And even though I didn't think it was great, there's parts of it that are okay, which is funny because it's Greg Berlanti. And I've heard on multiple occasions, they just screwed his script up, but yeah. he clearly, he clearly redeemed himself with his multiple shows. And we're going to talk more about that. But um, if Jeff Johns, who I trust as being a very good comic book writer, I don't know if I trust him as being a very good uh, screenwriter yet. Um, because he really hasn't proven himself, but I, and I do think that there is a difference between comic books and movies. And I do think it's a little bit harder to do it, even though I know I said before, why can't these comic book writers just write these movies? Uh, It's, it's, it's a, it's a fine balance. It's a gray area. It's a gray area. And, you know, I look at like things like solo and it's Lawrence Kasdan and then his son. And Lawrence Kasdan's from the old school of Han Solo, you know, where he really shaped the character in Empire Strikes Back and Jedi. And then he's got his son who read all of the EU and who read the comics and um, took a lot from that and watched the Clone Wars and watched, you know, everything else. So, and he did a perfect tribute, you know, the two of them did a perfect tribute in that movie. So Jeff Johns is coming from the comic book realm. He doesn't really have his chops like Kevin Feige does in the movie realm. So will he be able to give us something that we all want as fans and, and new fans for the Green Lantern? I don't know, but I'll remain cautiously optimistic because I do like that character. Mm-hmm. And I do think that there's a lot of uh, places to go with him. And I, and I hope that they do a good job. I hope it's still Green Lantern core too. I hope it's not just Hale. I hope it's it is. It's John yeah. Stewart as well, and mm-hmm. that's that's still the, that's still the talk. I wish it was. Uh, what's that comic book that I love with that other Green Lantern? This the Latino guy. What cash? The the Green Lantern where they're it's not like ah. Uh, Kyle Kyle Rayner. Yeah. The night. It's not Kyle Rayner. It's not Kyle Rayner. The chick? No, it's a guy. It's that it's that twelve part series. Oh. The Omega Man? Yes. That's what I want to see more than anything. <laughs> yeah, I need to read that still. Omega Man was like what a you react Oh just like gosh. that when I print. I'm like, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Dude, if you, if you read that. That's such a good comic. Like, that would be good. The DC series that Casey loves so much that I haven't read. Yeah. That he like presses upon me. I'm like, yeah, it's probably Omega Man that he said. <laughs> I feel like I, I bring it up every once in a while and you still haven't read it. So please I get it. And that is Kyle Rayner. Yes. So. Yeah. Man, people love Kyle Rayner. He is he is a great Green Lantern. Yeah, I can't One remember who, who. Not my uh, favorite. My yeah. favorite is Guy Gardner. Is it? Yeah, he's an asshole. <laughs> he he is. That's true. <laughs> um, that explains some things. Yeah. Uh, all, all right. right. What's so, next up? Uh, so these World of DC movies will include the upcoming. Joker moving movie uh, starring Joaquin Phoenix. And apparently there's rumors again that Robert De Niro will be involved. Is this a, is this because Martin Scorsese is involved? 
Is this because Robert Nero wants in on a comic book movie? What do you what do you think this is? Um, I think that both. That's it. Okay, that's good. Honestly, answer. I think that's I, it. I believe you. Um, I do. And until it's real news, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. But you know they're lower budget now, so I mean, what Robert Nero's going to show up one day and hang out and be one of the tough guys playing cards, you know, and yeah. one of those really boring scenes from. Okay. Um, next up. Wait, sorry. Can I just interrupt you real quick? Yeah. Just going back to Omega Man. <laughs> I didn't realize it was Tom King who wrote it. It is Tom King. That's it why you love Tom, Tom King. King so much. That's probably it because that's one of his first things that he did for DC. It is. It's and that's so brilliant. Why... Sorry. <laughs> no. I love that. Educate, educate the listeners, Casey. Yeah. Please. That's our most. That's why we're here. They're not here for our escapades. No, and as we say, or I say, read the comics because that's where you're getting the best stories, not the movies, comics. Well, movies. No. Some movies are. Some movies are fun. Can I take this news? Yes. Yeah. Please do. Please do. So I just listened to a podcast today, one on one with Christian Harloff. Christian Harloff um, is the host of Collider's Jedi Council. And the Schmoes No (laughs) Network, and he does the Schmodown, whatever. You know nothing, Joe Schmo. Joe Schmo. Um, So, anyways, Chris Harloff, I followed him for for years, and he started this podcast, which is like just doing interviews, and he just interviewed Joe Maganello, who just launched a um, Dungeons and Dragons uh, clothing line. Yes. Which is really cool. Uh, called Death Saves. So go check that on Instagram and or death-saves.com, uh, I think. Um, but he was talking, you know, about like, you know, hey, he asked the question of, you know, do you guys know what's going on? Or is it like these, these uh, sites say, and you don't know anything that's going on? So all I will say is that Joe... Manganiello said we know exactly what's going on we just can't say it he goes what happens is these reporters turn it into the phone game you know they hear it and then they change it and they hear it and they change it they hear it and they change it we're all guilty of that yes so I just kind of want to say this as a there there's no news here with it but just the, the fact that the actors know what's happening. And he said specifically, most of, he goes, most of these bloggers and website owners know nothing, really nothing. No, they just he goes, clickbait. Yeah, it's clickbait. And that Warner Brothers says, um, this is what you're doing for the next two years. So they specifically tell him <laughs> what's happening. He goes, but we, he goes, I want to tell people, I just can't. Right. So. I thought that was really interesting, especially when you hear about like the Deathstroke uh, rumors of, about the movie. Is he going to be the main villain in the Batman movie? Even as far as like, is Ben Affleck going to be Ben Affleck or Batfleck? Is he going to be Batman? These actors know what's happening. It's not a. It's not up in the air to them. It's it's us as uh, film eager, eager fans fans that take this information and, and misconstrue it and stuff. So, um, you know, just 
you know, we have a podcast and we, we report on our own opinions and our own rumors and, and what we learned from the, the geek sphere as it is. But, um, I guess ultimately what it comes down to is until you get an official release or an official statement from somebody, take it with a grain of salt. That's it. They can't see that, but yes, Chris is shaking out salt. All right. What's next? Oh, it's back to me again. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's talk about DC Universe. Not World so, of DC. This is not World of DC. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about a subcategory of the World of DC called yeah. DC Universe. Yeah. Which is another total different, like little totally different. sub world here. Um, not part of the real world. I don't know. We don't know yet. So, DC Universe is the new streaming service. Coming to you this fall uh, from Warner Brothers in DC. So they announced finally what it's going to cost us as fans to have this on a regular, to have their movies, their animated series, and Titans to kick it off. And so, old TV shows too, which I thought was really interesting, like George Reeves Superman. Yes, yes. Um, I mean, they possibly own, Linda Carter Wonder Woman. They own everything, which is a nice thing. Hulk. Wait, that's Marvel. Never mind. Marvel, right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, re- retract that one. Super friends. Super friends. Lois and yeah. Clark, The Adventures of Superman. All of that. Smallville. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the list goes on. So, uh, if you if you sign up early, uh, you'll get the twelve month package for seventy four ninety nine, which is a deal. When they're going to be selling this at a monthly rate of seven ninety nine now. As a DC fan, as an open DC fan who will give them a shot, I will pay seven ninety nine. What okay. do you think, buddy? Well, let's see, seventy five bucks divided by twelve is six twenty five a month. That's right. <sighs> When's that? How big is that window? For six twenty, is it until my next paycheck? Yeah, six twenty five a month. Is 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 pretty good, pretty pretty for, good for Batman the animated series in HD to watch yeah. Young Justice to watch. I know there's Justice a lot of stuff. League. There is a lot of stuff. Seven ninety nine a month a is a good price. Um, you know the rumors, or at least what we were speculating, was nine ninety nine. So mm-hmm. seven ninety nine comes below the price point that I thought it was going to be at. If you lock it in for that seventy-five bucks a year, um, at least starting out, um, it's worth it. Even I have to say it's worth it. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, but you mentioned Titans. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us. <laughs> you know, sometimes when when DC decides to not listen to everybody and 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 make things overly dark or edgy they go ahead and make things overly dark and edgy uh which is kind of the theme of the first titans trailer we get uh initially with the theme of f batman from uh the word from the lips of dick grayson and then <clears throat> to be honest not much more of a look at the other characters than we get from their back behind the scenes looks 
in their Twitter photo shoot. So um, I hope you have some really good storylines for me. Yeah. <laughs> I hated this trailer. <laughs> um, yeah. Hate's a strong word. Hate is a strong and Greg Berlanti, we have not been failed yet. Correct. So Greg Berlanti and Jeff Johns. And this um, is where and this is where, as forgiving fans of DC and this whole new worlds of DC idea is let me watch the show if it's if it's total shit. Then yeah, you know what? I don't know what you guys are doing, but at least Young Justice is coming out next year. <laughs> yeah, you know what it was was it's the kind of situation where I'm gonna have to wait and see. The trailer didn't do anything for me. I was not super impressed with it, um, but I'll wait and see it for six twenty-five a month. How yeah. about that? You know what? That's that is a decent price to really launch that at, with what it comes back with. Now, I want a little more transparency in what the comic side of things are, unless they've already done that. I think you actually actually told me that before that they've kind of outlined what that's going to be. Um. So the thing about the comic side is, I, I've kind of outlined it, but they are. They said that they're going to curate. Um, like the specific titles. So they're not telling you what you're getting. Whereas like Marvel Universe or whatever it is, is unlimited. Like unlimited, sorry, is literally unlimited. You get mm-hmm. everything. The DC one does not confirm that yet. So we'll see. That would be a smart move on their part. It would be, but for right now, we'll see how it goes. Even though they have a very fast catalog of comics correct so all right so yeah titans teaser yeah i mean fine i love you know i'm a huge titans fan um i think that i have just like we said wait because either that i'm gonna just get kind of angry but you know what if you want to bring like dick grayson's anger into the the new age of these millennials then yeah fuck batman (laughs) i guess right all right so uh, another show that was announced for uh, the DC Universe is Stargirl. Uh, so this is this is interesting as Stargirl has made an appearance on uh, Justice League Unlimited. Uh, she's been on Legends of Tomorrow. So they've been featuring this character even back to Smallville where they've been kind of trying to throw Courtney into the uh, the the new age of heroes and hopefully she gets caught on, you know, so um what do you think about announcing a Stargirl TV show for DCU? Fine. Cool. I mean, I, I don't have much to say about it. It's a different take. It's almost like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Like, she realizes, like, her uh, stepdad was, like, a member of the Justice Society of America. She takes his, I don't know, outfit or powers or something and becomes a superhero. And it's set in high school. Um it's a staff. It, yeah, right. Obviously, sorry. Um, sorry I, but I guess I, <laughs> I've equated it to Serena the Teenage Witch because I, she's riding on the staff in the picture. Yeah. <laughs> Going to play Quidditch. I, I just don't <laughs> care. I just, whatever. It's Yeah, fun. I mean, apparently there's some kind of following for her. Otherwise, DC would not be doing this, right? Uh, no, I don't think that. I think like, it's Little a, girls are like... 
like um uh she's my favorite so like no. star girl i want to dress up a star girl is for halloween no i think it's a let's capitalize on females uh young females to get in america into. yeah yep yep that's what like wearing females yep gotcha yep gotcha yep. all right um and in the most positive news out of uh, the DCU is our first look at Young Justice Outsiders. After a lengthy recap of the end of season two, we finally got our first footage and I creamed myself. Okay, good. Uh, to be honest, no, I'm really excited for this to come back. I am really sad it got pushed to 2019. But you know what, Casey? That gives you plenty of time to catch up on the first two seasons. Yeah, that's that's pretty much where I'm at. Like, I watched the trailer. Actually, I started the trailer and realized I had no idea what was happening, and I stopped the trailer. <laughs> so, I um, that's really important. You did. <laughs> I was like, someone's dying. I don't know who you are. Okay, yeah, this I'm is not your normal off. kids' TV show. This is uh, it didn't seem that way. It's great. I have I uh. If I celebrate it, you should probably watch it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I will, uh, you know, I'll, I'll get to it before the, the streaming service, which, by the way, while we've been on the cast, I just decided to sign up for it because why not? <laughs> That's right. Casey has endorsed DC Universe. Yeah. At yeah. the low, low price of? seventy four ninety nine. <laughs> and how much does that come out per month? Six twenty five. Twenty five. So uh, happy birthday to me because yep. it launches in the fall. That's right. What's next? <laughs> uh, uh, Krypton. <laughs> we didn't get any news from Gotham, which I was kind of looking forward to. Uh, but yeah. Nothing from that. It yeah. being the final but season. In October because it's, you know. It's, uh, it's going to be kind of, Comic-Con. It'll be fun. So. Hopefully that's where we'll see it happen. Uh, but we did get some news from Krypton and that Lobo will be coming to the second season of Krypton. So uh, we, we, we fell off Krypton after about the third episode. I want to watch it. I've heard some things. Some other people have showed up in the show. And now Lobo or Lobos are showing up. Is this I watched really the trailer. Just- yeah. Like I watched the trailer for season two. Um, it looks insane. It looks like the kind of heavy sci-fi that I like mixed with comic book culture, which I also like. So it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, I need to get on the Krypton because this looks like insane. Yeah. I enjoyed, yeah. I enjoyed what I watched and I just, I got preoccupied. So it's gotta get back to it. It's the running theme of DFAT this week is like, here's the show I should be watching. Yeah. Or need to be watching. All right. Next up, um, probably the most important news from our childhood. Uh, Batman the Animated Series is coming to Blu-ray and HD. Uh, So it's getting its Blu-ray set finally after years and years of waiting. Even when 4K is now the new format, it's getting a Blu-ray set. So expect your 4K set sometime in uh, 2030. So um, the Blu-ray set is coming... Uh, it will be a deluxe uh, collector's edition as well. But if you sign up for DCU, 
you'll be getting every single episode of Batman the Anime Series in HD. Yep. I don't know if you'll get the extras, though. So I'll be pre-ordering this. If they're the same extras as I have on my DVD set, I won't be very happy. Yeah, I, um, you know, I have it on Amazon Prime, and I, you know, I've been watching them here yeah. and there, actually chronologically. Um, I love the show; still holds up very much. So I would argue it's the best animated series ever made. Um, so it's it's fantastic, and I'll own it one way or the other. If I have to get it all through DCU, fine. If it has all the extras and everything I want in HD, um, if I have to buy it, then fine. Either way, I'll, I'll own this because it's one of the greatest shows ever made, period. Have you made the uh, time to watch the uh, Superman series? I've seen that. I saw it when oh. I aired. All of it. Okay, cool. That, I did, so I did I not. Watched, I haven't watched all of Justice League, and I haven't watched oh, yeah. Young Justice. That's it, though. Everything else I've watched. Batman, The Brave and the Bold? Yep. Yeah. You yes. know. Come on, it's so good. <laughs> Just bring that back. Let's bring it back. Do you hear us? Yeah. Bring it back. Well, it might be on the DC universe. You never know. You never yeah. know. They need something for Saturday mornings. That's it. After they're saying "fuck Batman" on Friday night, you know, it's oh like let's bring them back to the the church. You know, like so. Um, the CW is still going strong. Arrow is going to its seventh season, and you can count down the rest because. It's way too much for me to remember right now. Um, I watched the Legends trailer. It was pretty much the same uh, as season before that. Uh, so there wasn't anything new besides magic and time travel, which is kind of disappointing. So uh, I kind of want to watch the... I'm really excited for Arrow. Uh, I, I know he's in jail. I know that he's going to be growing that beard. Uh, I'm excited to see if this might be the one season where we're just like, we're getting back to we're getting back to basics, but then we thought about that two years ago. You know, Stephen Amell said that they're writing the seventh season as if it's the last season. That's right. And I think that's a smart idea. Um, you know, out of all the trailers for the CW, uh, this one was the most impressive. Uh, Flash, a very close second, because the Flash trailer was pretty awesome. Um, Supergirl, they introduced, um, you can tell me what the character is. Who is it? I just know Sam Witwer is playing the character. Oh, Captain Liberty? Yeah. Something, so Something like that? Yeah, um, a character that is standing up for human rights and wants to shut down the aliens. So I thought that that was really cool, but the footage is all the same with a little bit of new stuff in. But, um, you know, CW shows are very consistent and Agent, Agent, Agent Liberty. Agent Liberty. Yeah. yeah. He's just a punk uh, ass agent. Yeah, even um, Archie. You know, like they're all really good. So we'll be there. This is this is what I'm saying. Is like I, I I always you know as much as DC does us wrong on many other fronts and kind of poops in our mouths. It's just they do things also in the right. So. In terms of that, the CW will be adding another show, and we've gotten a little bit of a tease for the new Batwoman TV show coming in. Probably, I don't think it's. I don't think it's. You think it's next year? Yeah. You think it's, you think it's like winter of next year? Yes, the fall season. 
It'll be like, hey, here's our crossover. Leads into Batwoman. December is the crossover, the four-part right. crossover. Um, and I think they'll end up shooting that character from there on for a September or October, rather, um, release of next year for her show. You think so? You don't think they'll just drop it this year? I think the arrow's ending, man. Yeah. I really want, yeah we talk about it all the time. I think this is coming in. Um, Can I say something? Yeah. You know this, do you know what this reminds me of? Is do you remember the original concept of the Supermax movie? Of course I do. So that's that's like isn't this it? Kind of. Supermax is just so you guys know, um David S. Goria wrote a script where Oliver Queen was stuck in a prison um where he's with all of these big name supervillains and he has to get out of that prison. Sounded like one of the best movies ever fucking written. Yeah, yeah. that sounds like... <laughs> yeah, you get those F-bombs once in a while. It's like, this sounds like the level of the raid and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. still, hey, if you guys want to do that movie, we're down. Yeah. So, or put it on TV. I'm cool with this. He's been doing the Salmon Ladder for like eight years now. He can yeah. take out some motherfuckers. I think, um, I think this is kind of where we're leading towards with, with this. Yeah, for sure. For show. So, Batwoman. Excited? I'm excited. Me too. Gotham City's coming. We get some mythology. Some great mythology from that, from that, uh, the Batverse. So, that's, I, I love it. I just think that's the perfect way to approach it, uh, especially in the CW-verse. Uh, so, uh, we get some, uh, we get some news from the animated front, our favorite front from DC, the animated movie-verse. The big news from the, the con is we're getting that Hush movie. We've been waiting for it. It's your favorite. It's one of your favorite storylines, right? Uh, yeah, Hush is great. I've got the toy. Um, yeah, I bought a few. You did. Uh, Jim Lee, you know, so looks beautiful. Um, I, I'm, I'm on the fence, right? I love Hush. I'm sick of them continuing to take Batman things. I wish they would they would expand to some of the other characters. Like there's plenty of room in Flash, uh, Green Arrow. <laughs> you know, yeah. hello, he's one of the most popular characters right now. May I mention something? Show. The the episode of uh, Teen Titans Go, I believe it's the second episode of the Night Begins to Shine, where they're like, "Is Batman involved?" And that's such a good humorous line to like this whole problem with uh, the Batman conundrum almost like does Batman have to be there for for people to be interested seems like it right yeah yeah so hurts yeah I'm hoping that uh, they can I I don't know it's hard to say because I understand that Batman's where the money's at but ultimately it would be nice if they didn't have to always rely on him for everything. So Agreed. I'll still watch it. Yeah, no, of course. hundred percent. Yep. Gotta watch it. We're yeah. I mean, probably 80% of those movies are good. So it's always <laughs> a, it's a good bet. Yeah. You, you betting types out there. Um, we are getting another wonder woman animated series, uh, uh, animated movie called bloodlines. Uh, do you, what news do you know about this? I had just nothing. Actually just told me about this. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know anything other than the title. Um, so the first one is great. Yeah. The first animated movie is a lot of fun. And again, like you said, 80% of these animated movies are good. So I'll watch it regardless. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Uh, something that we did watch recently was, and actually together when I was back in New York, uh, we watched The Death of Superman, uh, which is part one of a two-part series, which will be featuring the next uh, second part will be Reign of the Supermen. Uh, we kind of had the same consensus on this movie, the first one, that it kind of is getting yawn-worthy. Boring. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> A lot of weird mixed storylines and um, just like we know these stories. Why do you have to tell them to us again? I guess that's kind of there's that kind of falls into a lot of different categories. So uh, I won't dwell too much there. And then finally, uh, so we'll be getting Rain of the Superman, which is the second uh, part of the movie uh, featuring those four Superman wannabes from John Steele to that crazy leather jacket wearing Superboy. Yeah. And then finally, uh, <laughs> Justice League versus the Fatal Five. I, I don't even know who the Fatal Five is, man. I keep thinking it's like the uh, the Earth whatever versions, like Ultraman and, and oh. Superwoman. And, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is. It's like the... Um, I, I, didn't, I don't even remember because my brain's fried right now. Um, <laughs> in Justice League, or <laughs> let's just say that we'll probably watch all these movies. And oh, here we go! They actually have a picture of them. What is it? It uh, is it is them, right? Yeah, yeah. So they originally created the Legion of Superheroes. Um, Johnny Quick. What? No, the. No, the Fatal Five, Emerald Empress, hmm. Tharak, Mano, Validus, the Persuader. So Z-list villains. <laughs> we'll watch so, it anyhow. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's... Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Well, it'll be that it'll be that new Fifty Two Justice League universe that was relevant ten years ago. Precisely. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. Cool. I don't. I don't. I can't really get behind that. Okay. Uh, let's get into comic book news. Uh, I'm going to pass this over to you. Let's talk a little bit about what DC is. Uh, you know, some of our favorite writers are are at DC right now. So. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. So Scott Snyder, um, favorite Batman writer, or one of them anyways, is going to be doing the Batman Who Laughs. So it's going to be part of that Black Label imprint. It's going to be horrifying, as he said. Hard R. um, I loved what he did with Metal and introducing those evil (laughs) Batmans. Um, So I'm excited for this. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I uh it's his roots, uh Snyder's. So it's 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 gonna be great to see him get back to those kind of terrifying tales that uh you know made him so famous in the first place. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That will uh 
that'd be a lot of fun. Um, a couple of years ago, I think at this point, um, God Batman or Batman on the Mobus chair announced that there was going to be three Jokers, and we're finally getting that payoff. Um, Jeff Johns will be writing uh, three 46-page issues that explains the three Jokers. Um, wow. He <laughs> said that at Comic-Con, it is not like three multiverse Jokers. It's three Jokers working together. I don't even know where this is going to happen or how it's going to begin, but that's what's going down. Those concepts were introduced into Snyder's Batman, right? That there were these different um, timelines of Jokers or something weird. So we'll see what it really means uh, when that comes about. Yeah. So that is going to happen. But, uh, you know, I'm excited. Finally, it's been long enough. Uh, Grant Morrison is returning to the Green Lantern series. Um, do you know if it's a limited run or is it is he coming on ongoing? I feel like nope. he's so busy. <laughs> it's it it's amazing that he is actually back for this. Um, at first, I really thought it was uh, Jeff Johns was coming back, um, and that's what I was under the impression of. But it is Grant Morrison, and um, let me just read this to you. Yeah, they're going to be relaunching, and I think this is kind of in lieu in what they're going to be doing with the movie verse. To let's just let's make everything kind of fresh, or let's start it so that people can jump on. But DC Comics are relaunching the Green Lantern comic series this November with acclaimed writer Grant Morrison and artist Liam Sharp uh, taking lead hero Hal Jordan back to his classic roots. Instead of the big epic 12-part stories, we're focusing down on the everyday life of a space cop. Basically, it's no more apocalypse-ending storylines. The basic concept is that Hal Jordan is like a space cop that patrols a sector of the universe where anything can happen. We've made it it more like a police procedural. So, I mean, you know what? Sure. The more they do that kind of stuff, the more, you know, people feel it's accessible. And uh, it's, the, it's the most important important aspect of comics these days. If you can't keep your titles accessible, can't keep your heroes accessible, and you're not gonna, you can't succeed. Yeah, no. And Grant Morrison has been consistent. You know what I mean? Like he knows what he's doing, and he's awesome. So yeah. yep. I'll be excited to uh, check that one out. Um, Mark Silvestri will be doing a. Batman and Joker team up comic called Deadly Duo. Um, Joker um, has something stolen from him, so he takes uh, Jim Gordon hostage and tells Batman that he has to work with him in order to keep Gordon alive. Sounds like a very interesting and weird and fun little uh, comic, and I'm excited to read that one too. Yeah, that sounds good. Is that that's Black Imprint, right? It is. There's not a release date yet. Yeah. Um, so they, according to DC, they want to make sure that they're going to get them out on time. So they're not releasing a date until they know, like, okay, this is absolutely happening. Yeah, and it's kind of like that with that new Batman one. Um, uh, what is it? From... What's the first Batman imprint coming out? I don't know. Whatever it is. It comes out this month and then it skips a month. 
So I don't think they'll be on a regular uh, monthly basis at all. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Yeah, still be something to check out. Um, and finally, Jeff Johns is going to be writing a Shazam comic. Um, Jeff Johns stepped down as uh, the chief creative over on the movie side of things in order to work more on what he wants to do, which is create comics um, as well as executive produce television series like Titans. So with that, um, he has some more time to free up. And one of the things he's working on, in addition to Titans and uh, uh, Doom Patrol, the show is this uh, Shazam comic, which he says is going to be very fun um, and funny. And I don't remember the last time we even had a Shazam comic. So I'm pretty excited about that. It's been a long time. Yeah. Um, besides like mini series or anything like that. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's time for that to return. And I, you know, when Bendis first kind of walked over to DC, I was, I was hoping that he would be running a Shazam series, but he's not, uh, he'll be concentrating on the big blue boy scout for his, uh, tenure right now and some Batman stories, but yeah, Jeff Johns, please come back to comics and write some great new stories. We, uh, we would love to have you back. I do want to, I, I do want to mention the, the Batman comic that I was thinking of was Batman damned by Brian Azzarello. Okay. Uh, so that the first issue that comes out in the next month or so, and then there's still the newest um, solicitation by DC. It's it's the second issue is not available, so perhaps it is a bi monthly series or so. These I don't think these will be coming out. Bam, bam, bam. Okay, so you think it's going to be every other month? Yeah. Um, I did just want to say also with Jeff. John's news. He's doing another uh, pop-up label called The Killing Zone. Really? What is it? The Killing Zone. Um, So like how Young Animal was with Gerard Way and Neil Gaiman will be doing the Sandman universe. Mm -hmm. The Killing Zone is its own different imprint. And eventually, Brian Michael Bendis will be having his own imprint is will so worlds of dc my friend yeah yeah exactly so we don't know exactly what's going to come out of it and um shazam is not part of it it's going to have its own you know exclusive new comic book the killing zone is another uh future comic book imprint that jeff johns will be working on so tons of stuff coming out of the jeff johns verse (laughs) as i just dubbed it that's that's a proper proper title. So that is the end of part one of our two part San Diego Comic Con. We're only halfway coverage. through. Hi, we're only halfway through, and uh, we've got a lot more stuff to go over. So, um, Chris, where can you find us? We are at don'tforgettatell.com, your uh, daily source for all news, reviews, interviews, and more. And also, we have some great uh, social medias at Facebook. Instagram and Twitter. Absolutely. So as I said before, and I'll say it again, 
read these comics because this is where you're going to get the best information and best storylines for the characters that you know and love. And this is Casey saying bye. And this is Chris. We'll actually be right back.